This podcast was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire. For more information on who we are and what we do, visit lifelanks.org. It is really good to be, be back together in the room and also uh, online, which will always be online. Uh, now, so that's great. And uh, we just want you to be really encouraged. We have the theme of advance. And we are absolutely determined in God's strength to go forward this year. So we're really excited about what that's going to look like. And uh, if, you, if you tuned in last week and heard Vision Sunday, you will have seen that there's all sorts of things we're planning to do in these next uh, few months. And uh, so I'm really encouraged by that and believing for really uh, good things. I'm going to show you um, a photograph which... It's kind of it's a cheesy point, but as you know, I do cheese. So uh, there, it, there it is. On on that uh, picture, you've got you, Life Church. Now I couldn't get a picture of all of you, so the church is not, the building's not the church. We are, but it'll just it'll just uh, be okay for now. And uh, we've got uh, a bicycle. And an aeroplane. Every day is a school day, just in case you didn't know <laughs> what those things actually actually were. And uh, no problem, it's just like riding a bike. Um, if, you've, hey, if you've ever ridden a bike, uh, anywhere. Yes, so what do these three things have in common? If they stop, you're in trouble. So if you're in an aeroplane... And it stops. You're not getting on your holidays or getting home anytime soon. It's over. Sorry to encourage you. It's um, a very long time since I was on an aeroplane. Uh, I think it's the first time in about nearly 40 years where I've not been on a plane last year. And uh, anyway, stop on a bicycle, you fall off. And so it's the same with the church. We need to keep going forward or we're in trouble. Now, this is not to put a pressure on any one of us because we are the church. The church is not the church is not the building. And we can't be reminded about that too often, I don't think. But we are encouraged to understand that we are to go forward. So churches in, in East Lancashire, some great churches in East Lancashire. I pray for them all regularly that preach the gospel. We all need to get collectively together, work together, but go forward. We can't go back. And, you know, for some of us and most of us, there are things we miss. In the good old days, you know, 2019, uh, the good old days, um, and January and February 2020, there were things we were able to do and we're not been able to do since. But we are not going to dwell on that. We are going to go forward. We are going to advance. We have to keep moving. That's why we have the theme for this year of Advance 2021. I'm even using it uh, to log into my computer. I shouldn't have told you that, should I? Why did I tell you that? <laughs> because to remind me, I'll change it tomorrow, to, remi <laughs> to remind me about advancing this year. Anyway, that, that, that went well in rehearsal. Let's read a scripture about advance. We've had a scripture from uh, Philippians we're running with this year about advancing together on one path 
and with one passion. But we're going to read this one uh, from Revelation chapter 3. Now, Revelation, in Revelation chapter 3, there's the letters to the seven churches. So these are written to the churches. It's Jesus speaking to the churches. I'm just going to pick up on one of them, a church called Philadelphia. Plenty of cheese there as well, eh? Uh, (laughs) To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, these are the words, it doesn't get any better, these are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. That means he has authority, ultimate authority. Whatever he opens, no one can shut. And whatever he shuts, no one can open. I know your deeds. I see I see, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. An open door of opportunity for the church at Philadelphia. God looked at them and saw that they had very little strength. But in spite of them having little strength... They remained true to God's word and remained true to what they, who they believed in, what they believed in, in, in believing in who they are. And it just spoke to me about the last 12 months. In many ways, we felt as if we've had little strength, perhaps personally. We felt constrained. We felt restricted. We felt limited in what we could do. But God sees all of that. He understands all of that and also blesses us for our faithfulness. God always rewards loyalty and faithfulness. He doesn't reward ability. He doesn't reward talent. He doesn't reward good intentions. What did the man with good intentions achieve? Absolutely nothing because you've got to do something. You've got to take action. So God rewarded the little they were able to do. And he said, I've seen that and I'm going to bless you and I've created an open door for you. The situation of the church in Philadelphia that, that, that some of you may know, at that time, of this, was, this was written to them by John. At that time when this was written, they were in very difficult circumstances they were suffering a series of aftershocks after a major earthquake. So much so bad it was that they had, many times, they were living outside of the city walls, which they had city walls for protection. They're having to live outside of the city walls in tents because they were afraid of the buildings falling on them with another aftershock. So they were in very limited circumstances. They were constrained restricted, all of that was going on. That is where they were at that time. But in spite of that, they remained true to God. And I just, we just spoke to me about that. For all of us have felt limited, restricted. But if we remain true to who we believe in and stay in faith and believe in God and trust in God, then God will still reward us and still bless us for that Don't be uh, obsessed with what we can't do. Concentrate on what we can do. Don't be obsessed with what someone else is doing or another church is doing. That's great and many good things. We pray for them. We bless them and put our strength and prayers and power behind them. But let's focus on what God's given us to do, the open door that he's given us, and go 
through that. So when we talk vision, we talk about opportunity. We talk about what God has said to us and the opportunity that God, we believe God, has given to us. And we are going to seek to advance towards that. Now, we're following Jesus. We're not following something that I've come up with. We're following Jesus, and we always will do. And we understand that His core, center, heart, and soul of everything we do and who we are. It's about Jesus. So here it was. This was an accurate assessment of the strength or lack of it of the church at Philadelphia at that time. They had little little strength, limited strength, no power to seemingly change something. But God was saying to them, in spite of that, because you have been faithful, there is a door of opportunity which is going to be open for you. And I want you to walk through that door. Now, geographically, Philadelphia sat at a, at a crossroads where a number of routes came through, trade routes came, had to pass through this city. And so the opportunity, the op- open door of opportunity for them possibly was that people were coming from all sorts of different parts of the world having to come through their, 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 uh, their city and there was an opportunity for the gospel to touch those people and then to be taken to the far parts of the world. Little strength, but they had great opportunity. And so here they are. You have kept my word and have not denied my name. So what about me and what about you over this past 12 months? Have we remained true to who God's called us to be? Have we done what we can and not focus on what we couldn't do? If you have a phone, have you used it to ring somebody and encourage them? Have you used it to uh, send a text message, maybe a scripture? Or I was praying for you today, this morning at, at uh, 7.40, I got, a, got a, a, a text message, a message, sorry, a direct message on Twitter from a pastor friend of mine and said, Jeff, I know it's your f- the first time in person. Just want you to know I'm praying for you. Awesome. Awesome. Things like that matter, don't they? They matter to pastors, actually, and leaders like me, not just, not, not just to me, but to you as well. They matter to all of us. So if we've got a phone, we don't say, well, um, no one rings me. I've not been encouraged. Let me get you a phone which you can ring out on, not just receive calls, eh? That, 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 that'd work. So, no, if we've done that, if you've got an oven... And you've made everyone, not banana bread, we've had enough of that, right? Banana, enough banana. You've made a meal for somebody. You've used what little strength you've had in this time to bless somebody. And there's many, many other ways that people have helped and, and, and ministered to people. I'm making the point, do what we can. Don't be obsessed with what we are unable to do because the door is opening to us. Many things we've, ex- we've been used to and, and, and consistently done over, over the years have been kind of part of who we are, all the plans we had for 2020 as a church, activities and, and projects and, and some of them. Well, a lot of those have been closed doors, but God has opened other doors and we've tried our very best to be faithful. Remember? God rewards faithfulness, not talent, ability. 
or skill. He rewards faithfulness. So these guys, the church at Philadelphia, were faithful. They had remained true to, the, to God, biblically consistent. What had been passed down from the apostles that kept going. And for us at Life Church, yes, our style, I hope it's supposed to be contemporary, but we are biblically consistent. We have, his, we have the same historical, biblical truths. We continue with those. We're not looking for new ones, and we're not trying to adapt them to fit in with what the world is doing or how society is. No, we're not trying to squeeze them into that. No, we're not going to squeeze. We can't do that. We're going to live by the Word of God and continue to do that. And we, we, we wouldn't still be here if we hadn't done that over many, many years, I believe. So God rewards loyalty and faithfulness, staying true to that. So let's, um, I'm going to show you a door. You will have seen one of these before. So there's a door. That's not my house. Um, clearly by the style, uh, it's a little more palatial than my house. Clearly by the style, it, it looks like it's from the US. Maybe, maybe not. But that's a door, an open door. So if, if I'm invited to that person's house, whoever they may be, the open door is figuratively saying, you're welcome, you can come in. It's a door of opportunity. Converse, uh, oh, the other side of, of, the, of the coin is he's another, he's another door. That's making quite a, quite a different, that's saying something quite different. It's locked. It's got one of those uh, keypads. We've got loads of them in this building, and I forget the numbers. But uh, it's saying caution, do not enter. It's making abundantly clear you are not welcome through that door. And there's been times in my life when I've prayed against doors like that and say, God, will you open that door? There's even been times when I've banged against that door physically and said, God, come on, will you open this door? And as I look back over the years, more than once, I am now grateful that God never opened that door because he had something else Something better for me, something better for us than that door. And sometimes when a door's closed, it, it means, yeah, you've got to persist. You've got to, you've got to keep praying. You've got, to, you've got to believe God, and, and you've got to ask God to open that door. And there are times when that happens. So when we see a closed door, we don't automatically think, well, that's, that's not right. No, it could be that. But maybe God will open that to us. But when we do see an open door, it's quite different. As I, was, as I was growing up a few years ago, um, it was, I was very, always fascinated by what was going on behind what we used to call the Iron Curtain. In countries we used to call Eastern Europe, and many of them prefer to be called Central Europe, but in those countries where there was the rule, the Soviet Union, the communist rule, and I was fascinated when people would maybe come to church missionaries and talk, tell stories about what they did and how they took Bibles there and, 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 and what have you. But it just seemed an impossible door to go through. Later on, when the, the fall of the, uh, the Berlin Wall in 82, I think, or was it 81, around about then, um, opportunities then arose. And I was able to go to Poland a number of times 
a dozen times to Ukraine and about five or six times to Crimea, which, is, which was a couple of years ago annexed into Russia. So that was an opportunity for us to go as Life Church to uh, help with church planting and help with leadership training, and it was a privilege to do that. On visits to uh, Crimea, this is something I just heard about. You know, people know about the Crimea War, not really know a lot more about that necessarily, that area. But the Soviet fleet is, is, uh, is in uh, Sevastopol in, in Crimea. Anyway, when I was there, it was just extraordinary for me to think that for years I'd heard about these places and prayed for them. That was a door of opportunity. Then a couple of years ago, that door slammed shut again. It's very difficult to get to Crimea, not totally impossible via Moscow, and it can be done. But the, my point is, doors of opportunity do open, but sometimes for a limited time. And when we see a door of opportunity for us and for the church, it's time to have faith to walk through that door. Now, there's loads of reasons why we, we don't go for, for new things. We, we, we might be afraid of, there may be fear. Will it be worse through that door than, than it is right here? I'm, I'm quite comfortable where I am, and it might be a bit of a challenge uh, for that. But God opens doors and closes doors, and it's a good thing if we walk through them. And I believe this year that God has given us opportunities. We outlined a number of things last week, and uh, we'll continue to be putting uh, meat on those bones as, as we go forward. But these are open doors of opportunity. So stop. Let's not try and force open doors that aren't open for us. Uh, a few weeks ago, I picked up some new uh, reading glasses I paid for them, you understand. And uh, I'd gone for my test and, and, paid, and paid for them. And I went back to pick up a couple of pairs of reading glasses. And I had, had an appointment for 2 o'clock. And, and as I do it, everything I'm involved in, I was there early. And so I'm thinking, there's no, I'm looking through the door. There's nobody around. It, and, and I'm getting a bit more frustrated and thinking, yeah, yeah, it's 10 to. Okay, fair enough. 5 to, I'm thinking, come on, open the door. And then when I was getting a couple of minutes to 2, it was, the doors were those that opened automatically, and I found myself just putting my fingers into these doors out of impatience. What I didn't realize was I was being observed by a higher authority. And when I went back to the car, Trish told me off. What are you trying to do? You're trying to break in. But... That was obviously silly, don't repeat it, and uh, I'm not mentioning the, the optician, just in case you've got connections. But that was, that was, that's what impatience does, and that was my issue. I've repented of it, I've confessed it publicly, so we, we'll, we'll be fine. But you know, sometimes when things don't open up for us, we get impatient and try to make it happen. Or sometimes we've missed an opportunity. Hey, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And if you think that this 12 months, you maybe missed some opportunities, join the club. Let's go, go again and do the very best we possibly can. Because God sees that. God is faithful. There's an open door of opportunity. If you're not yet a Christian, there's, there's an open door for you of salvation. An open door to come to know Jesus. An open door to have peace with God. An open 
door to, to really experience what it feels like to be forgiven and to know you're forgiven. There's an open door for an eternity of, in God's presence for you. That's an open door. And for also those of us who love Jesus, there is an open door of opportunity this year. Don't, there's an opportunity. Don't let fear prevent you walking through that open door. And just remember, God's timing is perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. So I'm frustrated. I've been frustrated this year. You know, we, we started in-person gatherings and we had to stop again because of high incidence of, of, of uh, positive tests in this area. We tried to do the right thing. And I know God will honor that. I, I really do know God will honor that. And uh, God will bless us for doing the right thing. Sometimes it's nostalgia for the past that stops us going, that stops us going forward and wanted us to go back. My son is 30, 38. Yes, I know I don't look old enough um, for that, but uh, well, I did. I didn't before this pandemic, but <laughs> I probably do now. But he, believe it or not, when he was a toddler, he was really cute, and. Uh, I'm not saying he's not wonderful right now, and I love him, and uh, I do all of that. And uh, he, was re- he was really cute. And there could have been something in us, and there's a, if you're a parent, you understand that. There's something almost about that cuteness and that moment in time when you wish your kids stayed like that. It's like, this is special. This, this is great. But today, he, I've got a, a wonderful daughter-in-law and three fantastic grandsons. If he'd stayed... And that's impossible. But if he'd stayed cute, a cute toddler, I wouldn't have had the joy of that. So I want us to think about that, that the opportunity, don't let nostalgia of how things were and how I'd like them to get back to stop us from going forward because God can help us. God can take us forward. It's a final picture. This is of the this is the Australian Court of Arms. There's so much learning today, isn't it? It's amazing. Australian Court of Arms. Now, you might not be interested. I like Aussies. I've had the privilege of traveling there three times, and I've got family over there. And I like their get-up-and-go kind of attitude and their positive nature of how they live. But these on the Australian Court of Arms, as you will see, is a kangaroo and an emu. Now, these kangaroo and the emu are unusual animals, uh, and um, pretty much, I think you can have kangaroos in maybe Indonesia, but somewhere, or New Guinea, is it? There's one other place where you can get kangaroos. Anyway, um, these are quite unique to Australasia. So, they choose those, those two um, animals because they felt it fit in with the Aussie attitude and the Aussie spirit, and that is... Kangaroos and emus can only go forward, they can't go back. An emu has three, a three-footed toe that if it walk, tries to walk backwards, it topples over. And a kangaroo can't go backwards because of its tail. How inspiring is that to us? I want to be that kind of a Christian with a long tail. No, I want to be that kind of a Christian that actually going backwards isn't actually an option. 
Going backwards doesn't suit me because God's called me to go forward, to advance. So I'm going to be that kind of a Christian. I'm going to go forward because I know I can't go back. Plane drops out of the sky, you fall off the bike, whatever. No, we're going forward. We're absolutely going forward. I want to be inspired to be that, to advance. I'm believing for a great, great year for you, a great year for Life Church. I want you to be inspired and encouraged this morning to say, yes, I get it. We're at, this year, we're advancing. And we're not advancing towards a closed door. We are advancing through an open door. Because God has opened a door of opportunity to us. It's a timeless message from the Word of God, from Revelation 3. It's timeless. It can apply to us because doors of opportunity have been opened to us. Challenges, opposition, yes. Probably going to be times of difficulty. I have never walked through a door of opportunity without finding at the other side of that door, hard work has been required and faithfulness. But that's okay because I might have little strength in myself, but God has all the strength, all authority, all power, all influence to do what He has called us to do. And I want you to be encouraged. Did I do enough last year? Could I have done a bit more? Could I have been more faithful to God? Could I have been more consistent in my time with God? Could I have been more consistent in opening His Word? Could I have been more consistent in being an encourager and helping others and, and serving in any way I can? Maybe all of us could say we probably could have done more, but we're not going to allow that to stop us, to discourage us, because we are going forward. God has created a door of opportunity for us. Don't let fear of what it might look like stop us. Let's go forward. And prayerfully, I will look, I'm asking you to consider this week what that looks like for you. God, is there a new way that you want me to serve? Or perhaps you want me to pick something up again that I used to do. Whatever that is will be appropriate to you. Whatever that is will fit you well. It will be just not a heavy burden. It will fit well. The Bible says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. That's what it's supposed to. It doesn't mean it's not hard work, but it does mean it fits us really, really well. I want to encourage you. I want to thank everybody that's done so much. But, you know, as long as we follow God's leading, we will be successful in the things that really matter. So let's be encouraged, church, to say, yeah, we are going to advance. Advance 2021. That makes sense to me. We're going to advance together with one, on one path with the same passion, and we're going to see God's kingdom come. We're going to see many people reached with the gospel. We're going to see lives transformed. We're going to see people lifted out of problems, lifted out of difficulty, lifted out of, of, of where they are into something far better because God has something great for everybody. It's time to advance. Whether our strength is great or small, if we're faithful, God is with us. If we're faithful, opportunities will be there and God will help us. If you found this podcast inspiring and helpful, then we'd love for you to get in touch via at LifeLanks on social media or our website, lifelanks.org. Life Church, 
impacting our neighbours, our nation and the nations with the good news about Jesus.